made a shaft a little stiffer that felt had a little more feel to it. And those two don't go hand in hand. So when we're creating shafts, um, Kim's had a method of creating a shaft that has a transfer of energy that would be the most efficient. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. One of the topics on the fitting room that seems to never get old is questions about Phil Mickelson, Phil Mickelson's setup, the, the things he does for uh, uh, tinkering on his own, the club, build, uh, the club building, and we oftentimes have Garrett, Garrett Pond on the show who is taking us through what goes into building Phil's clubs. And one of the areas of Phil's clubs that uh, does not get ignored is when he decides to put in something new, especially in the shaft area, in the shaft department. And not too long ago, he put in a new shaft that at the time was a prototype. And we immediately got a bunch of questions. What is Phil playing? What's in his bag? And it was, uh, now we know, it was uh, the KBS uh, TD shaft. And to, I thought, you know, this would be a really good episode for us to really dig in on the KBS TD shaft what what goes into it? What went in? It, what goes into the development of it? What was Phil looking for when he put that in the bag? And I thought that we should also go uh, fitting room undercover and go test that shaft ourselves. So that's exactly what we did to help me guide us through this. Is my partner in crime, Dave Neville. Dave, thank you for joining me on this. Uh, I'll call it the KBS Tour Experience episode. Yeah, I love it. Always uh, good to be with our partners from uh, from KBS and do a little shaft talk. People in the fitting room love the shaft talk. And we would be doing our listeners a disservice if we didn't bring the the guys themselves who helped develop the shaft, who worked with Phil, who helped create the KBS tour experience to really guide us through that and let's let it let us hear it from them themselves. So joining us today is Kim Braley, who if you don't know. KBS is Kim Braley Shaft. So it's the, the man himself. Kim, thank you for joining us. I appreciate y'all having us. And then uh, alongside you, we've got uh, uh, KBS's shore rep and the assistant to the R&D department. And that not, is none other than Tom Kalinowski, a.k.a. TK. TK, thanks for coming on the show. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us. You know, KBS has been known for a, a long time for being a, a steel shaft company and so much success both out on tour and in the marketplace with steel shafts. You know, your, your history, Kim, goes way, way back to Project X and Rifle and all that. But talk about the process. What went into the thinking of developing a driver and, and a wood shaft? Why, why are you guys doing that now at this point? Okay, well, first, first off, uh, my, uh, my boss wanted to come out with a driver shaft. This is, I'm going to go back four years ago. And uh, it didn't seem right to me uh, that we would go into a driver shaft as our first graphite offering. I, I felt more comfortable staying within, you know, our core business, our, you know, which is iron shafts. So I thought, it, and, and also I've been, a little bit more than upset about what's happened over the years. Uh, it used to be that we sold sets two through pitching wedge. Then it was three through pitching wedge. Then now it's four through pitching wedge. So we've been losing shafts at the, you know, at the top end of the, uh, of the set to graphite, uh, you know, because of the hybrids, obviously. 
So uh, a hybrid shaft being much closer to a steel shaft in terms of the, the construction of it and what it's supposed to do, uh, it led me to, I, I thought the path was best that we stay within our core and go from a, a steel shaft and the irons right into the hybrid rather than dropping it, you know, go, you know, going for a driver right out of the, right out of the, right out of the, you know, bat. So what we did was we developed a, 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 a hybrid shaft and we were going to use the feedback and what we learned from the hybrid shaft to go forward with the drivers. Well, so we, we come out with a hybrid shaft. Uh, we used, a, I used a lot of the same uh, formulas that I would use in a steel shaft. And uh, to, to be completely honest with you, we weren't 100% sure how this was going to work out initially, but it, 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 worked, out, it, it worked out fantastically. What I did was I, I did things with EI, and, and I, what I did was I matched the iron shaft to the, to the hybrid in terms of the EI. So if you look at the EIs of the shaft, you'd notice that they're very, very similar. Um, in terms of the stiffness along the length of the shaft is something that I'm very uh, conscious of and uh, understand that, you know, what the significance is there. So a quick story. Uh, we came out with this hybrid shaft uh, during the FedEx. Uh, it was the second FedEx tournament it was in Chicago. And we got the shafts on Tuesday. And we were just wanting some feedback because during FedEx, you don't change. This is a time of year that these guys generally, you know, they're going to change something. It might be a grip or, you know, they, they, generally at this time of year, they don't do a lot of changing. This is, uh, you know, this is go time. So anyway, and just uh, trying to create some, uh, uh, you know what you do when you create a new product. You want to create a little bit of buzz and everything. But we were just wanting some feedback. Long story short, uh, Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday, we put seven shafts in play, which is a lot of shafts for one week. And we actually had the winner as well. So it was, it was, we, knew we, were on, we knew we were on to something. Uh, our European counterpart actually had much more success his first week out. And he, he, he calls it one head in the bag. Anyway, so we, we knew that with what feedback, everything that we were getting about the hybrid, we knew that we were on the right track. I knew that my uh, philosophy of how this thing was going to roll was, was, was working. So in order to get to the driver shaft, we went through a hybrid. It was successful. Used the same type of philosophy on the design of the driver shaft that we used on the hybrid. Uh, we matched the EI of the driver to the hybrid. And... The driver shaft, this TD shaft, what this thing is all about is it is our benchmark. It's going to be the meat and potatoes of our, our uh, graphite offerings. I'm very, very, very huge on fitting. I mean, I've, uh, I've never designed a shaft in my life that wasn't designed for a specific segment of the of the population. So anyway, even back with, you know, frequency matching, it was always about designing a shaft to a number. And anyway, so um, the TD shaft, the, the, what we did is the, where, where TK and I work out of is a, uh, a place that's been fitting for uh, a, a, a number of years. And they have, it's a really good situation uh, here in Scottsdale because of the number of players that we have to work with and the caliber of players we have to work with. And my co my, my partner, as you know, is, is, uh, is a pretty good stick himself. And, and uh, 
you know, it's great being here in, in, in terms, you know, the, the amount of uh, data that we can collect, it, it's, it's mind boggling. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's 20 years worth of guys being fit. Um, I can't even remember what the original question was, but <laughs> what, what we did with the driver is this. And if I get rambling along, we're getting there. Uh, <laughs> How we how we did this, Dave, is we looked at the data. We determined what weight, what was the optimum weight at a at a particular stiffness. Again, the TD shaft is our benchmark. It is the, it's it's our KBS tour in steel. It's what the KBS tour is. All the shafts that we're going to make in the future are going to be a variation of this particular product. And uh, uh, you know, again. The way we determine what the stiffness was is by the data that we were able to compile. And, um, you, you know, this particular player was, you know, at this particular speed was fit into a shaft at this particular weight. Well, over and over and over and over again, looking at this data, we were able to narrow down that the guy that swings at 115 miles an hour is 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 right for this number of CP, this, this particular stiffness and also this particular weight. So we didn't reinvent the wheel. We basically just looked at what was going on, compiled all the data, and then we designed from there. So it wasn't, we weren't, um, we weren't blind in terms of what we were trying to do. We knew that what we were trying to do when we put it out in the marketplace, when we started, not the marketplace, but in, in the testing, we had a real good idea that we were going to be um, successful because of the, again, because of the um, empirical data that we had developed prior to, uh, prior to this chat. So one of the things I find really interesting is about in the TD lineup, it's not like a normal lineup where you have a 50 gram, a 60 gram, a 70 gram, that is a reg flex, stiff flex, extra stiff. Uh, it's very different than that. So, Break us or talk us through kind of how you set up the line with the different categories one through five, um, and uh, you know, and somewhat replacing the traditional what we think of as stiff or regular or extra stiff. Well, you know, personally, I don't like you know this letter designation stuff is something that I've been trying to get rid of for years. But uh, you know, as we all know, not all S's are are created the same. And uh, with this, uh, this is a system. This is not a shaft. This is a system. And again, I'm into fitting like nobody's business. I mean, I really feel, you know, I, I, I can't tell you how much of a proponent I am of fitting. So You're talking to the shaft, right crowd. <laughs> okay. This shaft, the room. <laughs> this, this, again, it's a system. Um, each one of the shafts were designed to try to optimize the speed and weight. You know, we're looking at the end user when, when, we, when we're designing these things. We're not, I'm not one to throw stuff against the wall and see if it sticks. I, I just don't do that. I, you know, I, I don't, when we do something, we, we, we have a real good idea of what it is that we're going to, we, we have a good idea how the, how it's going to end up. And at, at the, uh, you know, at the end of the day on the range, we have a pretty good idea of how this thing's going to play prior to it going out there. And uh, again, it's a system. It's all about fitting. Um, uh, and, and with this particular system, it will fit probably 70, it, you know, 70 some percent of the players out there. Um, but there are, uh, you know, of course, there are a lot of players that do things differently. 
Uh, you know, there are players that hit shafts that are supposed to go low. They actually hit it high that, and, and vice versa. They, they take the one that's supposed to go low and, 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 and they hit it the opposite direction. But and, and this is not something that just happens every once in a while. Uh, it's too big of a, a group of people just to call them outliers. It's over 20 percent uh, of the people of players. And I don't care what the ability is or what the handicap is. You know, this is you know, there are certain players that just don't do things the way it, the, the results aren't exactly what we would expect. And, uh, and this is another reason why fitting is so important. Um, there's no one variable that you can use for fitting. You can't say I swing at 80 miles an hour. So therefore I am this, or I swing at 95 miles an hour. So therefore I am this, there's a lot of things going on. And quite frankly, some of those things we are not hundred uh, percent sure of at this, even at this point in time. But again, my rant's all about, this is a system. This is not a shaft and it's the system that's designed for fitting. Yeah. So talk to us about how, um, and we will actually get into that system a little bit more at the end when we cover, uh, uh, we actually went to the KBS tour experience and got fit for the TD shaft. So we'll break that down. I'm curious to know how, when you introduced the shaft, um, how did that conversation go with uh, Phil Mickelson? He's all, he's played the KBS tour V iron shaft for a very long time. Uh, and, how did it go in terms of getting him into the wood shafts? What was he looking for? How did that, that conversation go? Is this one, TK, you want to take this one? Um, yeah, I can, t I can tell you a little bit how it started with kind of in the prototype stages. I have a couple of LPGA girls that I work with um, pretty tightly. And, and so in the process of doing our TD shafts, once we started getting um, – they were in our TGI 80 gram shaft. So once I figured out that their weight was fit, you know, they're playing 50 grams and they're playing it freaking out at about five, five to six. Oh, you know, we knew we're matching frequency to swing speed. And, and obviously when Phil gets into something, he's swinging it up there upwards of 120. So when we're talking guys of that speed, we need to make sure that we're creating frequencies that can withstand that kind of speed so that they're, you know, being able to control the golf ball more than anything. And, and Phil obviously can still move it. It hit bombs as he says. And so we're creating a shaft that can handle that, that speed. And we're trying to take it in the mid range because when you guys are developing heads, you're developing, developing them with lofts uh, capabilities of, of moving the CG around in the, in the Maverick sub zero. And we wanted a shaft that hits the mid range so that he can fit into the head and make it do what he wants it to do. And that's kind of what we were doing in that process. And um, Kim works pretty closely to the extent that he's actually gone out and worked with Phil in San Diego at times. And uh, I've known Phil for probably 20 plus years playing and, and you know, being around him. So um, it, was, it was a good combination that, to be able to see him play in the shaft for us. And I know you do a lot of testing, TK, also on course. Um, I felt privileged to get out there with you at Aviara when you were still testing the TD uh, prototype. I think we, we had it in the, uh, the Rogue Fairway at that point. Um, that thing was so good. I, I think I tried to steal it from, from Kim that day, but he wouldn't let me take that, the prototype no, shaft. I, it's still in my bag. It's still in my bag. Still in your bag. There you go. Um, so, TK, talk about the process of, of what you do from a testing uh, standpoint with these, these shafts. And, you know, when did you kind of feel like 
working with Kim that, that you had, you had something and you wanted to kind of take it from the, the prototype stage to the commercial stage? You know, it's interesting. The first shaft that I ever tested for Kim was our KBS Tour 130. The very, very first shaft that he made 12 years ago, he, he asked me kind of the, some characteristics that I was looking for different than the product I was playing. And the fact that he was able to create it was kind of beyond me because he made a shaft a little stiffer that felt had a little more feel to it. And those two don't go hand in hand. So when we're creating shafts, um, Kim's had a method of creating a shaft that has a transfer of energy that would be the most efficient. If that, just say it that way. So when we're doing that, the, the shafts in the driver shafts and we got into wood shafts, um, I was first shocked, you know, our, our hybrid shafts hit were so good. I mean, they were literally, you know, hybrids used to have a left bias to them and we created a shaft that, that really tightened dispersion in, in hybrids. And, um, to, to think that we could take that to a graphite shaft in a wood was, was surprising to me. I was, you know, we didn't have a wood shaft, so I was using other products that I, you know, were amazing products. And when we created a product that I was like, Hey, Kim, this, like, this is my gamer shaft. Like I, I, I love this TD shaft that we have. And, um, I could work the ball, the, the, my spin rate was around 2300 launch angle, 12 to 13. I knew exactly what I was getting. So now it was a matter of, um, you know, recreating, you know, it's golf swing from there. So one of the things that we've heard, uh, Phil tell us from a golf club standpoint with his driver, especially is, especially when Cali came out with the original razor fit with the adjustable weights, he loved loading the heel with a lot of weight because he said he could swing it like an iron and the club would release the way that he would expect, you know, his seven iron to release. And I wonder how much of, you know, uh, for him, the feel that he gets in the irons was also something that in his woods he, he wants the feel of. And I know that that was a goal of you got, of yours with the TD shaft was to be able to kind of match that KBS feel. Yeah, the feel is, uh, you know, of utmost importance when it comes down to it. Like the first shot that you hit is the first sensation. It's just like sound is, you know, like, I mean – you know, I'll be honest, I, I have a certain sound that I'm particularly looking for. And I remember I was doing a show for uh, break, Breaking Par here, and they wanted me to compare um, last year's Epic to this year's Maverick. And I remember I hadn't hit it. I put our, it was our shaft, kind of interchangeable, so I hit it in an Epic. Numbers were great. Put it in a Maverick Sub-Zero, and all of a sudden, the first shot that I hit, the sound was, was like, wow that did you that sound was what i was looking for so just like that sound that you're looking for feel is the same way we're looking for a shaft that is on the on the on the edge of being so stiff that it that it, that you can really cut the dispersion out but doesn't feel that boardy you know and that's a that's a very sensitive way way to get to navigate what i think is cool when we look at the category 1 2 3 4 and 5 they have the different weight classes within each category. So if you're in category two, you have a 40, 50, 60. Category three, you have a 50, 60, 70. Category four, 60, 70, 80. So you're really, you're covering all of these different weight classes and all of the different flexes within uh, the weight classes. So really it's more than just one shaft, you would say, and you say, you know, uh, a light, a reg, and a stiff, and maybe an X. 
you, you've got this entire system going across the, um, the board. So how does one, uh, obviously we're all about fitting here and getting fit, but um, how do you go about determining what category that you would, you'd want to be in? The system was, obviously, if you're a 40-gram, 50-gram person, you're not going to be swinging that shaft more than, let's say, you know, 90, a 50 gram is on the high end, high end 95, 97 probably. So we knew we didn't need to come up with a, with a category five in a, in a, in a, in that shaft, so to speak. So we were, so we kind of just as in a, an 80 gram shaft, we don't need a, a category two. So we're kind of trying to, you know, maximize, you know, the, the weight to speed and make, and make sure we're not leaving anybody out. And to give you an example of that, um, I, we weren't sure when we came, when we created a 45 gram shaft, if we needed in a cat category three, category four, but we found out when I was going out on the LPGA that they really, the girls want a 45 gram shaft that, that actually is, you know, more in the S plus area. So I, we're, we're in the process of creating that shaft, just like, you know, we're, we're finding from guys like Tyler that you have, you know, that guy's a, he might, if he wants to play a 60 gram shaft, he probably needs a category six for us. You know what I'm saying? Because he's, it's lighter weight. He's going to swing it faster. So he's going to need it even stiffer. So we, we're in the process of, of making sure we cover those guys because those, those are in the fitting. Whereas, you know, for him to go that stiff, he goes up in weight. He probably is using a 70-gram Cat 5 tipped at the moment. You know, like Gary Woodland, when he was – he's using the TD. He was using an 80-gram Cat 5 tipped as much as it could because he doesn't want to see the thing going left whatsoever. He doesn't care if it goes right, but he just can't can't handle it in the left. So let's talk about the fitting experience for golfers that, that are interested in the TD shaft that want to get um, to give it a, give it a go. We were fortunate to be able to visit the KBS Tour Experience over in uh, Carlsbad uh, down the road from our headquarters. But talk to us a little bit about um, the development of that facility and uh, what makes it so special. Um, you know, what we, what we needed was a place to showcase our shafts and what better place to do that than right there in Carlsbad where, you know, situations like yourself where Callaway is right down the road and you guys can come be friends of ours as we're friends of yours. So we wanted a place that could house our shafts and people could come and be able to experience hitting them, you know, getting, you know, and, and basically seeing it. And we didn't really have that before. So being able to have that at our disposal is really neat to be able to, for us, when we're in Scottsdale, to be able to go over to um, Carlsbad and be able to have a meeting there and be able to show people that, you know, here's our product and, and give them a demonstration of hitting it as well. And it's certainly probably the most comprehensive lineup of KBS everything uh, there. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a first-class fitting experience because throughout the bag you can get, you know, any, any shaft that you guys offer is available even down to the putter, which, you know, might not even inspect that. Yeah, you know, we're learning a lot. I think, gosh, it's interesting that, you know, we're in a technology phase. Let's face it, um, AI has been amazing and this where we're where you guys have gone with technology is kind of where we we want to keep you know getting our product is better and better and the evolution of putter shafts is a perfect example of making stuff that's you know we got one-step shafts we have we have shafts that can create more feel or 
stiffer because heads are being made now at heavier weights and with different materials in the head and people, you know, players are looking for their particular feel. So we're trying to give it to them. Okay. So let's do, I'm going to put you guys on the spot here. Um, Tyler and I went over the KBS tour experience to see which of the TD shafts could fit our games and our games are very, very, very different. And so we wanted to see, you know, is, is this shaft, you know, for one specific type of player better than the other, or will it work for all of us? So we'll start with uh, our producer, Tyler, who we referenced earlier. I'll give you a little bit of his, uh, I'll say specs or data. And I want you to tell us, predict uh, which of the TD shafts he got fit into. All right. So uh, we'll start with, uh, I believe he was sitting around 119 to 120 club head speed. Um, and at that, we were looking at around 170 plus ball speed, 175 ball speed. Um, and I believe we were around 20, 20, we were able to get him down once we went through the fitting to about 24, 2500 RPMs of backspin and about nine, 10 degrees of launch. He, uh, he struggles with spin, uh, producer Tyler. He's got a lot of speed. It also comes with a lot of spin. And uh, he's not afraid to hit a few golf balls that go right through the, the nets there. At <laughs> the experience. So uh, what say you, uh, we'll go to Kim first. What do, you, what do you think that producer Tyler should have been fit into? Well, you know, a person that is you know, that has that amount of spin, uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me uh, that he is a, a lower, you know, of course the loft of the driver is what's going to determine this more than anything else, right. but he's obviously a little bit lower. Uh, he hits the ball a little bit lower than, than some, uh, his, at least his, uh, you know, his, 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 you know, at nine degrees, uh, he actually probably needs a little bit of spin to actually optimize uh, that situation. I got a question. Is the um, is it in the Maverick Sub Zero head we're talking about? Uh, yes, Maverick Sub Zero uh, at eight degrees. So the nine degree head uh, shut down to uh, eight degrees. And how many grams do you have in the front weight, and how many grams do you have in the back? Uh, the heavy weight is in the front. So the 14? 12, 12 yeah. and two, I think it is. Twelve yeah. and it two. It might. It, the I think he plays it at forty five. So they might have added, like, uh, made it a 14 oh, yeah. instead of a 12, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and um, is, is he in the shaft, per se, if, you, is he more, if he's, he's going to be between a 70 and 80 gram. So it's, if it's an 80 gram, if he likes a little weight, he's going to go with an 80 gram tipped two inches. If he, it, otherwise, it's going to be down to a 70 if he likes more speed. Is yeah. he a category uh, four or a category five guy? Oh, 100% Category 5. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are good. And actually, I appreciate that answer with that level of detail because it illustrates how you can't just always diagnose someone based on, you know, your idea of what your swing is. And um, I think you asked the right questions, which was there's a lot that has to do with delivery. It has to do with ball flight. Um, But, yes, you're right. So, Tyler – uh, was, you know, maxing that out. We were bouncing between the Cat 570 and the Cat 580. Um, a, a little bit was it about field. The 80 spun a little bit less. No, uh, not a surprise there. 
Um, but I think, like you said, he likes having some speed. So we settled on the Cat 5 at 70 grams, but tipped a good amount. So um, yep. your instincts are spot on. Um, we, I, we never should have questioned you. I was good at A, B, or C. <laughs> well, you know what? And, and the really cool thing is uh, with, with Tom and uh, you, Tom's a – let, let me just tell you, he's a plus eight at Whisper Rock, so Tom knows how to play. Um, the really co the, the cool thing about this is is being able to change things in an incremental uh, amount and knowing exactly what that increment is is. So you know, in the fitting process with Tom, it's you know it's it's so it's so simple. Once you get a baseline, once you just you you have to hit one of them in order to get a baseline, but the way the system's set up, it's very, it's, it's, it's really, really simple to be able to dial somebody in. The difference between a category four and a category five is 10 cycles as a flex. So uh, the way these things are designed, one inch equals five cycles. So in order to get the in-betweens, if, if you were between a four and a five, you would take a four and tip it an inch. And then you would be exactly five cycles weaker than the next higher category or you'll be five cycles stiffer than the one that you started with. But the cool thing is to be able to, <coughs> to know what the end result's going to be and to be able to tweak it from the front end, knowing that what the, knowing what the result's going to be. So, right. it's, you know, if we want to, if we want to uh, have a little bit less spin, we know what to do. If the ball is uh, flying a little bit higher, a little bit lower, a little bit right, a little bit left, we, we know what to do. And Tom is one that uh, he's not uh, an opposite. He's one that is down the middle of the road, um, much like Phil is. Uh, so it's easier to fit people that are like that than it would be for someone who uh, is at one extreme or, or the other. Well, I think that, Nate, that was the easy one. Uh, but let's get into your, your fitting. Let's put TK back on so, the spot. This one might be a little more challenging. So 10 miles per hour slower than Tyler. I was around uh, 108, 110 um, with the speed. I have the opposite problem. I don't I'm in, tend to be a lower spin guy. The, the shaft that ended up getting fit into was, I mean, it was perfect. It was 12 degrees of launch, about 2,300 spin um, with, a, you know, able to turn it over just a little bit, little baby draw. And um, I will say the feel um, – super smooth but not loose and i think that was um something that stood out to me as a, a big positive in that experience so question are you being that you're a low lower spinning guy did you go with the maverick head instead of the maverick sub-zero yeah so i played a maverick standard head at um 10.5 okay so now we know that we're going with a head that has a little more spin at 108 miles an hour, you're probably going to be a Category 6, Cat 4, TD6, tipped, tipped, tipped a little to tighten it up. Oh, my God. So, I think you got it exactly man. right. Yeah, so I was Cat 4, 60 gram, and it was, it was great. He, he, it was, he meant 60 grams there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 so Cat 4, 60 grams, you nailed it. Um, I, uh, I joke with Dave that – I, uh, I'm open to any driver shaft as long as it's between 65 and 66 grams. I'm good. <laughs> I, so, I don't know if you – did you slip him the info there, Nate? Because he nailed <laughs> that one right on the, on the head. Uh, well done, TK. Uh, not your first rodeo. 
as uh, so, Kevin nah. would say, it's not. This ain't a hobby. This ain't no <laughs> hobby for TK. <laughs> um, so the KBS store experience was a super cool experience. I encourage anyone in the Carlsbad area to check it out. You can get more information and you can book a fitting at uh, kbsgolfx.com. That's the place to go. Um, you won't regret it. It's first first class operation there. You can get all of the you know all the latest from Callaway or Maverick head, all three Maverick heads, Iron heads, um, Odyssey putters. You can do it all there. So um, it's certainly a fitting room approved facility. That's for darn sure. <laughs> and uh, I guess um, the next the next thing, if you guys can share, I know we've been talking. Um, oh, I guess actually I should say I want to give props to our fitter, David. Uh, David was our fitter at KBS. He did a fantastic job, um, super knowledgeable, uh, maybe not quite, uh, uh, you know, uh, Shaftstradamus, I'll call you TK, but uh, he did a great job with us. So make sure we send him a thank you. Yeah, we will. He's much nicer than I am, so for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, – of course, uh, we've got some good stuff planned with you guys on the horizon as well. Um, in the irons department, uh, for later in the year, we've got some tricks up our sleeve. I know Dave's been work hard at work with some tricks up his sleeve that might suit nicely with some of the stuff you've got. So I'm, I'm excited to get to that stuff on the back half of the season. No, no big reveals here on the, uh, the fitting room. <laughs> but, uh, we're always uh, working, working on some uh, great stuff. And worth mentioning that uh, through our custom program, through Callaway, you can order the, the TD shaft. We have that in the, in the custom uh, matrix. And by all accounts, it's getting a lot of interest and uh, a lot of play. And uh, also with, with Phil having the three and the five and, and putting it in play for the match, you know, which has uh, really helped your exposure, I think, as well. Absolutely. Uh, that match was, uh, it was very, very, it was a lot of fun, you know, uh, not seeing any live sports in a while, even though it was, a, you know, even though it is what it was, uh, it was still a lot of fun to watch. And uh, we were very well represented. A lot of red shaft labels at the match. It was nice, nice to see there. And um, uh, TK and Kim, thank you guys so much for joining us. I always uh, love the opportunity to learn from you guys. And uh, more than anything, I think thank you for all that you've done to help uh, golfers and to help the, uh, well, I'll call it the art of fitting, really, and giving golfers uh, more options, more uh, excellent products that, that can help their game and help them use their equipment to play better golf. So glad to have us. Thanks. Appreciate it. And a couple reminders uh, before we sign off here. Every Monday night, we are back now on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio. Uh, you can call in and get any fitting and equipment questions answered that you have live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. If you have more questions about the TD Shaft, you can hit us up there on the live show. You can also go to callawaygolf.com slash community, ask your questions there. And uh, we'll make sure that we answer them. Any question that, that's asked of us, we are on there, Dave and myself, uh, to answer them. And, um, of course, you can ask also any TD Shop questions you have when you book at Callaway Distance Fitting, callawaygolf.com slash distance fitting, 30 minutes with this Callaway Certified Master Fitter for the price of on the house. It actually comes out of Dave's paycheck. So, Dave... <laughs> 
zero dollars. Thank you. How true thank that you is. So, thank you so much for uh, paying for all these people to ask their equipment and fitting questions. I mean, you can ask that as the TD Shaft is one of the options that you have at KellyGolf.com. And last but not least, the fitting room is part of the Callaway Golf Podcast Network. This episode was produced by Tyler Sheehan, recorded by Jen Turk, and edited by Trevor Miglarino. We'll be back next week with more from the Fitting Room Podcast.